Truly, that's our desire, Lord, for you to come and fill our cups, Lord. Lord, may we empty it out of everything else, Lord, and turn it up to you tonight, Father, and just say, Lord, give us that drink. Give us that bread, Lord. Give us what we have need of, Father. We have asked, and now we're going to receive. Father, may you just move tonight in a special way, Lord. Do something familiar tonight, Lord. Show yourself the supernatural God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, Father. The God who changes not, but you are God in the midst of the storm, Lord. Lord, as a prophet of God said, would say you was even closer to us, you're even closer to us than you were to the disciples. For had they had to walk to the back of the boat to wake you. Lord, we don't have to walk to the back of the boat. You're in our boat. You're in us, Lord. You're here. You know what we have need of, Father. And we're here to receive, Lord. We're here to receive of your promises. We're here to receive of your word, Lord. Commit our hearts in this service. Everything be said and done in your hands and for your glory. Speak, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Turn to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Also Exodus chapter 16 and John chapter 6. Amen. Hebrews 13 and verse 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. I'm so thankful for that scripture. Amen, that word, that bread, amen, that we can feed upon in the time of our trouble to know though no matter what troubles we're in, he's still the same God. Circumstances doesn't change who he is. Amen, Exodus 16 and verse 15, and when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, it is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, this is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. Verse 31, and the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. And Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commandeth, fill an omer of it to be kept for your generations, that you may see the bread wherewith I have fed you in the wilderness when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt. And Moses said unto Aaron, take a pot. And put an omer full of manna therein, and lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. 
As the Lord commanded Moses, so, did Aaron, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. And the children of Israel did eat manna forty years until they came into the land inhabited. They did eat manna until they came to the borders of the land of Canaan. Also John chapter 6 and verse 48. He says, I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which coming down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Amen. We'll let you be seated. I'd like to speak to you tonight on Jesus Christ, the same, the living bread. Amen. The living bread. It's a bread of life. It's a bread that sustains. It's a bread that, amen, that heals and delivers. You know, I, I thought you could read the story, and we didn't read all of it, about the children of Israel as they would come out of the land of Egypt, and, and they would come across the Red Sea, and, you know, and they was walking through a desert, and in the desert, there's not very much, uh, you know, there's not a Walmart or something that you can just walk into or gardens here and there, fruit trees that you can pick from. There's very, very little to survive upon from, from in a desert. And they begin to cry out to the Lord and their cries was not in the sense of asking, but it was in the sense of complaining. And they begin to complain to the Lord about having nothing to eat. And they begin to cry out and say, you know, we had low uh, cloves and we had this and we had every kind of thing to eat in Egypt. Why did you bring us out here to die? And the Lord was actually very wroth with him, but in his grace and his mercy, he would provide for them. You know, I believe if they would have just asked, he would have provided. You know, they didn't have to complain. They didn't have to shout. They didn't have to scream. They didn't have to say, God, what, what, you know, do you care that we perish? It wasn't about that. All they had to do was ask and they would receive. Amen. Because he is the sustainer of life. He is the creator of life. Amen. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. So it doesn't matter, amen, if you're in a desert or if you're in places that you can't get your own supply and you can't supply your own needs. He's more than enough for any situation. Amen. And he would show this time for 40 years as they would go down to the, uh, down to the wilderness and, and he would rain down manna every, every morning for them to eat. He would show them every day, I am the provider. You don't have to get up one day and worry about it. I'll provide for that day. You don't have to get up the next day and worry about it. I'll provide for that day. He was showing the attributes of himself as he would rain down this manna. Now, Brother Brandon would say it like this. He said, now, Moses, he didn't have the ovens. He didn't have the ability. He couldn't do, the th- do this on his own. Amen. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything Moses could provide. He said, but the creator every morning would drop this angel food down to them. Amen. And he would, he would provide for them. And, and I believe he's that same kind of God for us this, this evening. I believe that no matter where we're at, whether we may be in a desert or we may be wherever we may be, we know that we cannot take care of ourselves. We know that we 
we're frail human beings and it's impossible as a human being to get up in the morning to realize what that day is going to hold. You never know what a day is going to hold. But you can, know, you can have this confidence that he holds tomorrow, that he is more than able for whatever situation or whatever I'm going through, and he has the provisions for my needs. He has the provisions for my health. He has the, he has the provisions. Brother Brandon would say there were so many vitamins packed in this manna as it would fall to where not even they, they wouldn't even get sick. They wouldn't even, you know, they, their soles and their shoes wouldn't even wear out. He said, because God was providing every step of the way. And I don't believe that God has come in this age that we've lived in and, and living in and God has done all the things that he's done and he's called out of a people out of a church and he's called a bride out of a church or he's called a people to himself, his, a, a people to his name, amen, to bring them to this place to say, now you go ahead and you take care of yourself. You go ahead and you see what you can do for yourself. No, he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he is supplying for our needs even when we can't see him provide. He is coming on our behalf even when we can't see him working on our behalf. He is showing time after time after time he is the sustainer. He is the need supplier. He is the healer. He is the deliverer. He's everything that we ever would have need of, amen, between here and the rapture. Hallelujah. There's not a day that surprises him. There's not a day that he wakes up or comes to and looks down here on earth and he says, wow, I didn't realize it was going to be that bad. I, I didn't realize it was going to be that tough. You know, maybe I don't have the answer. No, he has the answer for every day. It does not matter how dark the day is. It does not matter how bad the day may seem. It does not matter how sick you are. It does not matter how, what, what oppression is upon you. He has the answer for every day. Amen. He has a supply for every day. Amen. I believe he is the word. Amen. In our hour to give us sustaining strength. You know, Brother Branham would be asked a question, and I, I thought this was very wonderful. As we look at these things, he, he was asked a question, what did Jesus mean in St. John 21, 15 and 17, when he asked Peter if he loved him and told him to feed his lambs. Then he said, feed my sheep. He said, see, Christ is the shepherd. He was going away, but he was going, he was leaving the commission of his sheep. In other words, he was going to make sure his sheep was taken care of. Hallelujah. Which any shepherd feeds his flock, he, he takes care of them. He makes sure that he supplies their needs. He makes sure that there's something there for every situation. And he was leaving the commission to his disciples to continue the work, to continue to feed the flock, to be the shepherd, to feed the sheep. Amen. He said, see, here this morning, that's what I'm doing. He says, sheep will only grow as you give them sheep food. He said, if you fry up a big hamburger and you try to give it to a sheep, he couldn't grow on that. That's not sheep food. If you try to grill a nice T-bone steak and fix it all up, every good as it may be, but try to give it to a sheep, that's not sheep food. He couldn't grow on that. But when you're to feed the flock of God, it shows that you don't feed them some man-made theology. You don't feed them some man-made creeds or dogmas. You feed them on the word of God. Amen. Feed them the word. Be a shepherd, a true shepherd. Feed my sheep. 
I want to, you know, a true shepherd, can, he does not try to feed the sheep his complexes or his fears or his unbelief. But no, he takes the word of God and he puts it out there for them to eat. He, he studies, he shows himself to be a prude, a workman that not needed to be ashamed. And he goes to the word. What is he combing through? Trying to find the food needed for the season. Trying to find the food needed for the moment because God has a food for the moment. Amen. A strength giving food for the moment. Amen. You know how it was when you was going through sicknesses, something would be dropped into your heart. Amen. A quote or a scripture. Amen. It would give you such strength in the moment. God has strength for the moment. He has food for the moment. He has the power for the moment. He has the word for the moment. This word is an up-to-date word. It's not a word of yesterday, although it had power yesterday. It's not a word of tomorrow, although it has power for tomorrow. But this word is spiritual food in due season, in this moment, in this time, when I have need of a God who will answer by fire. He has a word for that moment. When I have need of a God who can heal and perform the miraculous, he has a word for that moment. Hallelujah. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Is that right? He said, if a man is to live and they are the flock of God, the church of God, then they can only thrive upon the word and manner of God. And this is his manna. He said the word. This is his manna. In the Bible, we come through the church all over it over there in the church ages. Jesus is the hidden manna. Hallelujah. You can read about it. He would tell us, amen, that the overcomers are going to receive the hidden manna. Amen. Things that have been hidden down through the ages. And what was it? The overcomer of Luther received the hidden manna for their moment. It was a moment where the just shall live by faith. And they grabbed a hold of that manna and they withstood the Catholic Church. Hallelujah. John Wesley would come along and the hidden manna would be revealed in this moment. Amen. Sanctify the, the word of sanctification and they would withstand the sins of the world and they would withstand the thing. Why? By the strength of the word in due season. Amen. The word of the moment. Amen. The manna, he says in the Old Testament, was that which came down from heaven fresh every night to sustain the church in its journey. It's the New Testament. In the New Testament, what is the hidden manna? A little while and the world seeth me no more. Amen, I'm gonna become hidden. And the world see me no more. Yet ye shall see me. Hallelujah. Amen, he wouldn't say that in his word unless it was true to be in his word. Amen, he wouldn't say, the world won't see me, but you will see me. The world won't know me, but you will know me. The world won't understand, but you'll understand. The world won't be able to understand the strength you've got to stand in the moment of your trials and your temptations, but they don't realize you're eating on some hidden manna. You're eating on some things of God that's been revealed to you for your moment and time that you're living in. Hallelujah. He said, in Christ is that hidden manna that comes from God out of heaven fresh every day. Oh, hallelujah. 
Amen. He's fresh every day. His mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. It's a fresh outpouring every day. Amen. If you haven't been receiving that, you need to start going out and gathering that. Amen, to have that fresh outpouring of God every day. Amen, to have that moment with him every day. Listen, the, the experiences with Christ is not a one and done affair. It's every day. His mercies is new every morning. Hallelujah. There's a word for you every morning. There's a power for you every morning. There's overcoming power that's delivered to you every morning. Hallelujah. He's the hidden manna that comes out of God, God, comes from God out of heaven, fresh every day. You say, well, two weeks ago, I had a great experience. He said, what about right now? What about right now? You say, well, Brother Timothy, I'm in a trial. I don't feel like I'm a Christian. I don't, I don't feel like God loves me. They went out every morning. And every day there was in the desert, but God was still their sustainer. Every day was not a good day, but that God was still their sustainer. Every moment wasn't a happy moment, but God was still their sustainer. Hallelujah. He says, what about right now? Every day ought to be a fresh and new blessing, a new something coming from God, the hidden manna coming down from God out of heaven. And he said, we feast upon this manna, which is Christ, and he sustains us through the journey till we reach the other side. Oh, hallelujah. Take that, devil. Amen, I got something that'll give me strength every morning, every day. It don't matter what I go through. There's something I can feed on that'll lift me up, that'll push me forward, that'll bring me another step. Amen, when the devil thought, well, surely they'd have done gave up by now. He's not realizing what we're feeding on. We're not feeding on a temporary word. We're not feeding on a temporary power. We're feeding on the body word of the Son of Man. The fresh manna out of heaven is falling every day. I encourage you, start taking a bite. This is what he told John in Revelation 10. He said, you come and take the book and you eat the book. Amen, it's time we start eating the book, eating the word of God. Amen, eating what God has given us every day. Well, you say, well, I got it on Sunday and Wednesday. What about Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday? He said, that's what he meant by feed my sheep. <laughs> he, said, I, he said, we may not ever get to the rest of the question because that's a good one for me. I like that. When I talk of Christ being the manna, the food for the sheep, feed them Christ from his word. Take the word of Christ exactly the way it's wrote here and give it to the sheep. No matter what anybody else says, oh, they need a hamburger. Don't believe that. 
Here's what they need right here. This is it. Give them this. This is sheep food. This is what makes them grow. The Holy Spirit. This is his word. This is his commission. The word is a seed. The seed brings forth a plant. And the plant we begin to eat. This is what brings forth the plant that the Holy Spirit thrives on. In the church, it feeds upon. It feeds the church. The Holy Spirit does. Rejoicing in the presence of God. Because that's what that's because that the people is believing his word and letting him work through them and giving them the very things that God promised them that they would do. And God is seeing his church growing. Therefore, the sheep's being fed and the Holy Spirit's being glorified. That's it. Feed my sheep. And we know that the story would be, or the, it would go, is that they, had to only, they could only take as much as it would supply them for that day. Because every morning they had to go gather new manna. They couldn't gather, you know, be, be a mom, have a big bucket and go out and get them a week's worth and set it in their house or go get two days worth. They could only get one day's worth. Amen. Because God wanted to show them, I'm fresh every day. It was showing an attribute of himself. He's wanting to show it. That way we can look at that and we can say he's a fresh experience every day. It ought to be we're falling in love with Jesus more and more every day. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, if you try to keep it over, it's going to spoil. He said, that's what's the matter with a lot of people. We keep it over. I had an experience 20 years ago, but that experience has got wiggle tails in it today. What about right now? Well, you say, well, I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and I got joy and peace and long-suffering, but what about now? That experience back there is done gone. What about a new one today? Each day they gather new manna, and manna is the type, the perfect type of the Holy Ghost coming from God to sustain you, the sustainer to take them through the wilderness. As a spirit, as is a sustainer for us to take us through our journey, we're on our road to the promised land. What promised land? In my father's house is many mansions. If it wasn't so, I would have told you. I've gone to prepare a place for you. That's a manna right there. Amen, that I can gather strength from, that my God hasn't forgot about me. Amen, my God is preparing for me. He's got a table set for me. He's got a plate set for me. He's got food on a table. He's ready. We're fed daily by the Holy Ghost. Daily, daily, daily. Somebody say daily. We're fed daily. By the Holy Spirit coming down from God out of heaven, sweet to our souls, like honey in the rock. I have to have it every hour of my life or I die. That's true. It has to come to me or I can't live. It has to come to you or you won't live. It talks about Miriam. You know, I'm going to go through quite a bit of quotes, so bear with me. Miriam got in the spirit, picked up a tambourine, and went down the bank beating a tambourine, and all the daughters of Israel following her, dancing in the spirit. Moses put up his hands and sang in the spirit. He said, if that ain't a holy road of meeting, I ain't never seen one in my life. That's right. They sure was going down the banks rejoicing and signs and wonders among them. When they got thirsty, God just poured water out of a rock. When they got hungry, God just rained manna down out of heaven. When they got this manna, they began to eat it, and it tasted like honey. 
You know what? Manna was a type of the Holy Spirit. Just after every believer has come to the Red Sea, which represents the blood of Jesus Christ, he comes in the fellowship by the Holy Spirit, by the manna. God is raining down every day. They come out from, and when they come out, he said, talks about the journey in the type of the Holy Spirit. He said, when they come out of Judaism and got the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost rained down upon these apostles and has rained ever since. Hello, somebody. And has rained ever since and will till this age is over. Hallelujah. And will to this age is over. He said, I want you to notice as soon as the rain off the manna of the manna begin to fall, he told Aaron, go out and get several big armor, or get armor full and put it in the holy of holies. And every generation that precedes this generation, every time a man becomes a priest, he can come in behind the holies of holies and take a mouthful of the original manna that fell at the beginning. Oh, my, 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 my. Now under the old covenant, <clears throat> excuse me, under the old covenant, they had, they could only be priests that could go into certain places. They could, some you could, some of you could go in the outer court, but then there was the inner court, then there was the holy of holies, and, and it was only a priest that could go in once a year, and inside of this holy of holies was an omer full of manna that had rained down of the original outpouring, and it come, and God said, you go take that, and you put it inside of the holy of holies, and inside of there, it won't decay, inside of there, it won't, it won't get worm in it and I want it there for every priest when every generation when a new generation raises up they have the right to have the same bite as the first generation had hallelujah. oh hallelujah amen but I want you to understand when Jesus came the fulfillment of the manna he tore the, 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 the curtain apart and he took it to where anyone he, to, he took the middle wall of partition down to where you as anyone could go and you could go into the holy of holies and you could receive the baptism of the holy ghost Amen. He would make you a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and God would pour it out as he did on the first day. And you, as a people, would have a right in this day to have the same bite they got in the first day. Hallelujah. What fell at the beginning? He said, what a beautiful picture was in the day of Pentecost when our spiritual manna fell to take care of the church. And it put in that church spiritual vitamins. Hallelujah. It was such vitamins in that church that when they walked into the gate called Beautiful, there was so much vitamins they had eaten just a few days before. They looked at that lame man and said, silver and gold have I none, but I got some vitamins for you. It won't make you rich, but it'll make you walk. It'll get out of your old conditions, and it'll cause you to leap and shout for joy and to give glory unto God, such as I have, give I unto thee. What did they do? They tore a piece of that manna off and they placed it down there and the same spirit that fell on them fell on that boy. And he jumped to his feet. Ankle bones came right. Leg bones got strength. Amen. There was such power in that first falling that a, that a dead woman could be raised to life, that a man with palsy could be healed, that men that were in jail houses, they could pray and angels would visit and they would come out free men. 
That's what fell on the first day. He said we can have it on the last day. It's the same manna. It's the very same manna. It's not something new. It's the same. Oh, my God. We are now again writing another book of Acts. Amen. The same manna that fell in that book of Acts has now fell upon a group of people. How many is eight of that same manna? Hallelujah. I say take another bite full and start prophesying. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. God is moving in our midst. God is moving in impossible situations. God is changing scenes. God is moving when we can't see him moving. He's working when we can't see him working. I know he is. I know he's in our fire. He done told me he was. Hallelujah. And if he's in our fire, he's going to do what he did the first time. Spiritual vitamins. He said, while on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came down, they came out on the outside staggering and acting like a bunch of drunk men and women. Peter said, this is that that was spoken there by the prophet Joel. This is that. Brother, if this ain't that, I'll keep that till that that comes. I'll keep this till that comes because I'm enjoying what I got. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm sure enjoying it anyhow. And when they came on the outside, the power of God was moving upon them. All of them said, men and brethren, what can we do to have this same thing? Peter said, repent, every one of you, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and your children to them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Not something that looks like it. We don't receive something that imitates it. We're not not just a mouthful, but we receive a heart full of the original baptism of the Holy Ghost that fell on the day of Pentecost that has the same signs, has the same wonders, has the same actions. Because it's got the same God. It is the same God. We're not receiving a lesser Holy Ghost. We're not receiving a lesser move. We're not receiving a lesser outpouring. It's the same manner. It has the same signs. It has the same wonders. It has the same actions. Hallelujah. He said, when men and women are ready to surrender their lives, oh, it tastes like honey in the rock. He said, no, David talked a whole lot about honey in the rock because he was a shepherd. He used to carry a script bag on their side, shepherds did, and every time their sheep would get sick, go to running around having some issues and be out of their minds or something, he said the shepherd would reach down and get some honey out of that script bag, and he would lay it on a rock. Hallelujah. And the sheep would come and go to licking on the rock. And while they was licking on the rock, they got a hold of the limestone. Hallelujah. And the limestone healed the sick sheep. 
He said, what a picture. He said, brother, we got the same, a whole lot of script bag plumb full of honey tonight, and I'm going to put it right on the stone, Christ Jesus. It don't go on a church. It don't go on a man. It goes on Christ Jesus. And if you're sick tonight, get to licking on this rock. The first thing you'll know, you'll get down to Jesus and it'll heal every illness. You'll find there's power in the Holy Spirit to raise a man or woman up for, back to life again, away from sin, out of sickness. Lick it till you come out of your cot. Lick it till you come out of your bed. Lick it till you come out of the wheelchairs. Lick it if you're blind or you're deaf or you're dumb. Find out there is healing power in that rock and the Holy Ghost that will change a man's life to make a new creature out of him because he's the same today as he was yesterday. I'm here to tell you there's honey in the rock for you. There's honey in the rock for you. There's a word of deliverance. There's songs of deliverance. There's power of deliverance. Amen, there's scriptures of deliverance. And he's the same God. And we're gonna lay that rock, those words back on Jesus. It's not my word, it's his word. And I'm gonna lay all this honey that I've been reading, I'm gonna lay it on Jesus and say, yes, Lord, you're the Lord God that heals all diseases. By your stripes, she's healed. Hallelujah. I'm laying it right on Jesus. By his stripes, Ron Spencer's healed. I'm laying it right on Jesus. By his stripes, every person in this building is healed. Lick on that a while. Amen, take your eyes off the things of this world and Fox News and fake news. Get it on the good news of God. God's got a word for our deliverance. He's not gonna leave us by ourselves. He's not gonna leave us in this darkness. He's here with us. Lick on that. Lick on that. You say, well, what about my sons and my daughters? Place that word on Jesus. That, Lord, you said the promise. See what Brother Bradham said? He said, what did Peter do on the day of Pentecost when he said, repent every one of you and be baptized? He said he was taking that original manna and putting it in the Holy of Holies so the next generation can come and get that manna and the next generation can come and get that manna and the next generation all the way down to our generation and to the last generation until the last seed is gonna eat of that same manna. This last one that's going to walk into the ark is going to take a bite full of that same matter that fell on Pentecost. We're going to lay these words on Jesus. Opened my Bible the other day. So he's looking at these things that we're dealing with, and there was some manna that fell out. Amen. said, contend before the mountains and the hills. Yeah. Oh, my God. Manna that's being poured out. I wish I could find that manna that fell just last night. Maybe I can. Somebody got that. I've sent it to the family. It's Isaiah somewhere. That's some good mountain. Good, yeah, I think I may have found it. Nope. It's there. 
It's manna. It's falling every day. It's falling every moment. In your time, is Ezekiel. It's falling. Listen to this manna. We came over, Brother L and his family came over yesterday, had supper. Brother Tim would come from the hospital. We'd talk, we'd visit, and we'd pray. And the Spirit of the Lord would come into our living room. I'd reach over as I did just the other day, and that other scripture would fall. I opened my Bible, and it fell open to this scripture. Also thou son of man, prophesy unto the mountains of Israel. And say ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, because the enemy has said against you, Aha. Don't you know the Lord knows the enemy's voice and when he speaks against you? He said, Aha. Even the ancient high places are in our possessions. Therefore prophesy and say, Thus saith the Lord God, because they have made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side, that you might be a possession unto the residue of the heathen, and you are taken up in the lips of the talkers and are an infamy of the people. Therefore, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills and to the rivers and to the valleys, to the desolate wastes and to the cities that are forsaken, which become a prey and derision unto the residue of the healing that are round about. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Surely the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the heathen and against all which have appointed my land unto their possessions with the joy of all their hearts, with the spiteful minds that cast it out for a prey. Prophesy their concern in the land of Israel and say unto the mountains and to the hills and to the rivers and the valleys, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I've spoken in my jealousy and my fury because you bore in the shame of the heathen. Therefore saith the Lord God, I have lifted up my hands. Surely the heathen that are about you, they shall bear their shame. But ye, O mountains of Israel, ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. And behold, I am for you, and I will turn unto you, and ye shall be tilled and sown, and I'll multiply men upon you, and all the houses of Israel, even all of it, and the cities shall be inhabited, and the waste shall be built, and I'll multiply upon you men and beasts, and they shall increase and bring forth fruit. I will settle you after your old estate. Oh, hallelujah. Going back to the land of the book, the people of the book, going back to the original outpouring of the Holy Ghost, I will settle you to the original part, the old estate, and will do better unto you than at your beginnings, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Lick on that a while. We're not going to turn into desolation. We're not going to fall down into ruin. We're not going to go down into nothing. But he's going to blow over us. And he's going to move over us. And we're going to bring forth fruit. And we're going to bring forth sons and daughters. And we're going to bring forth our healed and our delivered and our set free. And God's going to give us more now than he did at the beginning. Hallelujah. And ye shall know that I am the Lord.
said the word is a seed. And it begins to bring forth when the sun, the S-O-N, strikes it. The S-O-N has got to be upon the seed to make it bear and to make it come forth. That's the only way. You can take the word, see, take the word of God in your heart and walk into the Shekinah glory. And when you do, manna. He said that was only given to a separated people. The only, the only one that can eat it, that's permitted to eat it, is people who are permitted and knows it. People, Paul said it's changing you from glory to glory. And finally, you see, it comes back till it's a, back to its original glory. It's just like a seed of a morning glory, the seed of a flower. It falls into the ground. The seed of a corn falls. What's the first thing? Comes up a little sprout. Goes into the tassel, tassel back all the way to the original grain. That's exactly what the church has done. It's come from Luther, Wesley, back to the original grain, back to original glory, back to the glory it was at the beginning. The sun that rose in the east is the same sun that's manifesting the same thing in the west, changing from glory to glory. It changed from pagan down into Luther, from Luther down to Wesley, from Wesley out into Pentecost, on and on changing from glory to glory, producing that hidden manna. But now it's ripe. And it's bringing him back exactly like he was at the beginning. Hello, somebody. Hey, uh, you know, just in case somebody out there is wondering, this is 64. It's bringing him back exactly like he was at the beginning. The sun that rose has come back again. It's come back exactly producing that hidden manna. Exactly like he was at the beginning. His same ministry. The same Jesus, the same power, the same Holy Ghost, the same one that came down on the day of Pentecost, the same Holy Ghost that manifested today from glory to glory to glory. It's back to the original sea with the baptism of the Holy Ghost because it'll have the same signs, it'll have the same wonders, it'll have the same baptism, it'll be the same kind of people, they'll be acting the same way, they'll have the same power, they'll have the same sensation from glory. Hello, somebody. The same sensation from glory unto glory changed all the way from this body into a body like his own glorious body where we shall see him. Hallelujah. This is what is taking place. Keep eating the manna. Keep eating the word of God. Keep feeding on thus saith the Lord. Keep standing on my, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Critics, sure, they're going to rise up. To be honest with you, I feel sorry for them. To be honest with you, I feel sorry for them. Because if they would humble themselves, they could have a taste. And when they ever get a taste of this, they'll no longer be a critic, they'll be a believer. But they don't want to humble themselves. They're too afraid what might happen. Well, I might shout. I might dance. I might speak with tongues. I might do all kinds of things. Who cares as long as you eat no manna? I mean, good lands. People can do all kinds of things, eating on carrying of the world. I mean, they act like fools getting drunk. act like fools getting on high on dope. They act like fools. You got people... 
preachers, so-called preachers of this message, wanted to stand up and call wildfire, Tommy Wright wildfire. I doubt their experience. They're blaspheming the Holy Ghost. They want to say, well, I tell you what, I wish the Holy Ghost touched me. He said, I'll touch you, I'll knock you. What kind of man is that? He's a fool. And he's not a fool for Christ. But he's a fool for that evil spirit he's hiding behind. Because this will change you from glory to glory. Want to make fun of young kids out rejoicing in the things of God? Go ahead and make fun. Go ahead and go on, go on out back to Egypt. Go ahead and have a barren church. Go ahead and have people that can't sit on you no more because of your tyrant attitude. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. But as for me and my house, I'm going to keep eating manna. I'm going to keep eating the goodness of God. Oh, taste and see. Don't taste and see that God is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Taste and see what he'll do for a young person. Taste and see what he'll do for a sick person. Taste and see what he'll do for a cancer and alopecia and brain bleeds and every kind of spirit. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. It's honey in the rock. I say, give me some more honey. Give me some more goodness of God. Pour it out more and more, God. Evening Light Tabernacle, we ain't tired of it. We want more of it. We want more of God. We want more of God in our homes, in our lives, in our services, in our singing, in our worship. Taste and see. God is good. Hallelujah. Taste and see. He'll heal the barren. Taste and see. He'll raise up the dead. Taste and see. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's honey in the rock. Well, let's praise the Lord for a moment. Thank you for giving you your bite. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Taste and see. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Taste and see. He's got enough for you and your household. Taste and see. He's moving even now when I can't see him working and all I see is darkness. Jesus is here. He's moving in the midst. He is awake. He is alert. He is looking at your star. And he's looking at it right now with angry eyes through the eyes of the Holy Ghost. I rebuke you, Satan. Go back from where you came. Hallelujah. There's honey in the rock for Karen Pruitt. Hallelujah. It's being poured out even right now. He's a Lord God that heals all our diseases. Doesn't matter what the doctor's report says. I will believe the report of the Lord. 
will believe what God said. And God's word says, let me put it on Jesus. God's word says, she's healed, delivered. I will restore, saith the Lord. What the first brain bleed took, what the second brain bleed took, what the third one, what the fourth one, fifth, sixth, however many, I will restore. Lick on that one. Christ is solid rock. This world is shaking. This world is falling. But there's a bride standing on thus saith the Lord. He said a long time ago, when they used to have a, have a rock, they called it a mad stone. And I looked this up. Because you know, and hadn't heard about it in my day, but it's called. It was a home remedy used for centuries to heal. Though it says not a common practice today. A mad stone, sometimes called a bazaar stone, is used to lay on a bite or a wound and to draw the poison out. It works by absorbing all the poison bit by bit. Curing the bites by detoxifying it completely. He said when they would get bit by a mad dog, they would have a mad stone. And they would stick it. And if it stuck to that, and they left it there, they got well. If they didn't, they died. He said the worst mad dog I know of is the devil. He said the only cure I know of for it is the rock of ages. Stick to it. Hold on to it, and God will take care of it. He said, little boy here in the wheelchair, you blind, sir, you laying on the cart, hold to God's unchanging hand. The devil might have bit you, but there's enough drawing power in the rock of ages cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. The devil can't get you when you're hidden there. Stick with it. Hold on to it. Don't let it away from you. No matter how many of the symptoms, I'm staying right with it. No matter how bad it gets, I'm staying right with it. Stay there until the healing power has drawn all the disease away. He will do it. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. He said, what happens? The manna would begin to fall every morning. He said, they tried to keep some of it over. It got wiggle tails in it. He says, what's the matter with a lot of Pentecostal Experience or depending on testifying on something that happened years ago. Them experience gets wiggle tails. Why not get a fresh one? Hallelujah. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. This is a theme all the way down through. You just you look at it. It talks about the original manna, what it was. Came to the Holy of Holies. Worms couldn't get in it. Laid back to every person that entered the priesthood. Had a right to taste. He said, what a beautiful type it is on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost fell down from heaven. Our manna, after we come to the blood, been saved, been cleansed from our sins, the Holy Ghost fell. Peter said, it's for you and for your children, for them that are far off. It, hold to that. Well, what about my children? Hold to that. Amen. Many is our Lord, the God, our Lord to call, 
hey, Lord, our God shall call and every person that enters the baptism of the Spirit can have that same kind of Holy Ghost that they got on the day of Pentecost, not something that looked like it, but the real thing. Same kind of Holy Spirit that falls back there, falls now, the same kind. The real Holy Ghost brings forth the same kind of evidence, the same proofs that they had back then, comes with the same power, the same Holy Ghost. It's real, just as real as it's ever been, just the same Holy Spirit that fell back there on the day of Pentecost. Oh, he said, friends, let's look at it. Honey. He said, what was that manna? The wafer, it tasted like honey. He said, honey in the rock for you. That's a type of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God's got something for you. Brother, I'm telling you, he says, every man that pay the price and step out for Christ has the right to receive the baptism. Not something you make up, but the original. Like fell on the beginning like they had on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is a real product. You don't have to receive some duplicate or something. Wait till you get a taste of the original manna that fell on the day of Pentecost. There they was, received the Holy Ghost. You know what's the matter with the church today? It needs a good old time St. Paul revival and the Holy Bible, Holy Ghost taught in it again, takes fire coming down from heaven. Wow. But we have a right to the original. Jesus would again show this in Matthew 14, actually in all the Gospels, but I take this one. Matthew 14 and verse 15 said, when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place. Huh? A desert place. <laughs> he was going to show them again, I'm the Lord of creation. In a desert place. They would discuss it. Time's passed. Ain't time for them to go get something. We send a multitude that they may go in the villages and maybe confine themselves, some vigils. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart, depart, give them to eat. This is what he's telling his people again. You don't have to depart. I got something for you. Don't walk away. Brother Wayne would preach it. He'd say you're in position for a miracle. So don't get out of line. Stay in line until you receive your piece of bread. They said unto them, well, we're here. I've here these five loaves and two fishes. He said, bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and two fishes. Looking up to heaven, he blessed it and break. And gave the loaves of his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat. And we're filled. Brother Brandon would say this is also, he would type it again to every ministry. The ministries of the seven church age messengers. They would receive and then they would give. They would receive and they would give. What they received, they gave. Amen. Amen. And they did what? All eight. 5,000 men. Beside women and children. They did all eat five loaves of bread, two fish. But true. He looked up to heaven and he blessed it and he broke it. He tore a piece off and he handed it. Tore a piece off and handed it. Tore a piece off and he handed it. Tore a piece off. I'm not going to run out of Holy Ghost. 
not going to run out of power, not going to run out of the ability to heal the sick, not going to run out of the ability to call the prodigals home, not going to run out of the sp- Showing himself he's got power enough for every person. He would that all be saved, but they got to take the bread. There might have been somebody there that said, I ain't eating that. I don't know. I, don't, I think that would be pretty foolish, but there may have been somebody like that. So I'm tired. I'm ready to go. I'm hungry. And they went and tried to find. They may have died just a few steps away. I don't know. But if they just stayed in line, he's tearing it off. I heard, I heard this Brother Wayne talking about staying in your position. I ain't got out of position. I stayed right there because I know he's going to tear off a piece of bread. Because he's the Lord of creation. So it does not matter how black it may seem, how dark it may seem. He has the ability to pull off bread and there'll be more bread. Pull off healing and there'll be more healing. Pull off deliverance and there'll be more deliverance. Pull off salvation and there'll be more salvation. Pull off the Holy Ghost and there'll be more Holy Ghost. He's the Lord of creation. Don't get out of line. And after they had eaten, they took up the fragments that remain 12 baskets full. He was showing himself again as Jehovah Jireh. More than enough. Not just enough, but more than enough. So it shows me that when he come down in this age, he's not running out. He hasn't come to my moment when I need him and he don't have enough virtue in him to write. I can receive what I have need of. He's here to tear off another piece of bread. Brother Brown would say, wasn't it amazing? He would tear that off. He said it went past the growing stage, the planting, the growing, the harvesting, the sifting, the baking, the kneading, the baking, the ovens. Went past all of that. There's another piece. There's another piece. You know, there were some men that were walking on the road to Emmaus. They was discouraged, not realizing they'd seen prophecy be fulfilled, not realizing the greatest thing that ever happened in human history had just happened. He rose from the dead. And they're walking along, and they're talking about their sorrows and their troubles, and they're sad. And while they're looking around and thinking how bad it is, and it's so dark, disciples don't know what to do, nobody knows what to do, out of the bushes steps somebody, and he starts walking with them. He's walking, and he's talking. He starts saying, he said, why, why are you sad? Why, why is your countenance falling? Why, why are you downhearted? What's wrong? Well, you must, be, you must not be from around here. You, 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 must, you must not know what's been going on. And don't you know that our, our master was crucified, and they laid him in a tomb. He's been dead, and now... Now there's stories going, his body's disappeared, and we don't know what's happening. And he began to break bread. He began to tear off scriptures and hand it to him and show him this promise and this promise. And what God did all the way, all the way from Genesis all the way down. 
showing them who he was. And they get to the place where they're going, and they go to turn in, and the scripture says he makes as if he's going to go on. And they restrained him. Said, no, come in. Come fellowship with us. What you've been telling me has been encouraging. I want more of it, Lord. I desire more from you, Father. I, I, I don't want just, that, just what I had. I want more. Is there anybody here tonight that's wanting to restrain him just a bit and say, Lord, I, I need a fresh experience. I need more of you, Father. I, I, I've, had, I've had moves of the Holy Ghost, and I've had you touch my life, but I want more. Well, all you got to do is restrain him. Ask him. Say, Father, come by my way right now and speak to me. And he comes down, he walks into the, be- the room, and Brother Branham said they sat down, and they ordered some bread and some victuals and things, and said he's sitting there, and he said he reached, and he'd done something familiar. Now, I've, I've been pondering on this. I've been looking at this because, you know, I, I, I personally don't believe it was just a certain way he held the bread. I believe that when he tore it off, another piece appeared. Showing who he is. Wouldn't matter how a man holds a piece of bread, but it matters if a man tears off a piece and another piece appears. That matters. And he would take it. And the scripture said when they saw him do that, their eyes were open. There he is. I say he's about to do something familiar. Tear off a piece of bread and another one appear, showing he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the Lord of creation, and never devil has to bow. How many right now would just say, Lord, bow your heads and raise your hands, say, Lord, if that's you, say, stand to your feet, whatever you want to do, walk to this altar, say, Lord, I want a piece of that bread tonight. I want another dose of that manna, Lord. I want more of that, Lord Jesus. I want you, Father, in my life. I want a piece of that bread. Do something familiar. Feed us tonight, Lord. Touch us, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. I need a piece of bread for my healing, Lord. I I need a piece of bread for my family, Father. I need a piece of bread for my mother, Lord. I I need a piece of bread. I'm receiving it right now in Jesus' name. I've waited a lot of weeks for it. But I'm receiving my peace. Because he's the Lord of creation. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, receive it tonight, church. Don't you just feel his presence is sweeping him? Hallelujah. Don't get out of line. Don't get out of line, church. That's what Brother Brandon would scream. Get back in line. Get back in line. You're on the right track. Get back in line. One day he's going to pull off a piece of bread and hand it to us. It's going to cause our bodies to change from this dimension into another. Don't get out of line.
Hallelujah. Get your piece of bread. Lord, I can't even want to talk anymore. Lord, pour it out from heaven, Jesus. Move, Lord, in a familiar way. Show yourself to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. The same power, the same God, the same evidence among us. Same yesterday, today, and forever. How we love you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Oh, Father, you are the same. Lord, may we never get tired of it, Lord. May we never loathe it, Lord. God, may we taste and see that the Lord is good. That you are, Lord, our God that healeth and delivereth and set free. Oh, Jesus, what a wonderful God you are. What a mighty God you are, Lord. What a healer you are. What a deliverer. Lord, there's here mom and dad that's been standing in line for their piece of bread for their family, for their children, Lord. Save the lost, Lord Jesus. Bring the prodigals home, Lord. Lord, that we can open up our gates for Thanksgiving. Celebration, Lord. Father, pour out your desires on your people. The Holy Ghost upon young people and old, Lord, alike. Every one of us, Father, to have a fresh and new experience, Lord. An up-to-date experience, Father. Break out the bread of life, Lord, and feed us, Lord Jesus. Let it sustain us, give us strength, Lord, to look into the darkness and say, peace be still. Look at the waves and calm them. Hallelujah. Lord, to call back to life, Lord. Life-giving strength, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, we want to lick on the rock tonight, Father. Lick on the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, Father, that will give us strength to sustain us for the journey. God, we love you. We praise you, Jesus. Invite him, he'll break off that bread.